my name is Michelle. And I'm Natalie, and you are listening to WLPN LP Chicago 105.5 FM Lumpen Radio, broadcasting live from Studio Y, Neolakali Little Village. We are with La Mesita and the rest of the crew behind the cameras and production. Today we are with a guest known as Color Swim. Color Swim combines the aesthetic stylings of Ronan Goldstein and Carolina Fernandez del Dago. They're an audio video group who enjoy long walks in the beach, channel mixing with BHS, feedback, and fractal diagrams in live galleries, clubs, and venues. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself and your creative outlets? For those who are not familiar, what is Color Swim? So, hi, I'm Renan Goldstein. Um, color and I'm one half of Color Swim, along with, uh, yeah, Carolina Fernandez Del Dago. And we're a live video collective, and um, yeah, we mainly focus on taking uh, glitchy old analog software, uh, hardware, and VJing it for parties and what's, performances. What sparked your interest <laughs> in this form of video art? Um, I think music videos uh, sparked my interest. Uh, just. MTV and just seeing weird films and just uh, I was thinking wow like that's that's my imagination on the screen so uh, fell in love with it really young and it eventually morphed into um, realizing that you can point a camera at the screen and it creates that mirror effect or yeah so how long did it take you to gather all of your equipment you use now? Uh, what I use now, um, this stuff is uh, n uh, about 15 years I've been gathering this stuff. Um, initially got this uh, colorizer like 10, 12 years ago. And yeah, just uh, slowly acquiring eBay and thrift stores. <laughs> How how do you know and or remember which cable is which and what is the purpose of each? <laughs> uh, well, the the colors help, and um, I mean I kind of I kind of hate the cables; they're kind of a necessary evil. But um, there's RCA, which um, there's the analog family. You got RCA, coax, and S video, and then you have like the more uh, the digital family of the HDMI and stuff and right now I exist more on the analog side of things so I got RCA which is a composite feed and they're super tricky because um, you know video has that refresh rate you know it's it has to have like a clock in it so it times you know all the frames so that's a main proponent of uh, kind of distorting the signal and glitching it so it yeah it kind of runs through um, the whole system they're basically the the veins of the artwork so I kind of see it as like a, the veins in the overall video mixer creature do you ever get dizzy viewing your own work oh yeah yeah lots of times uh, sometimes I worry about um, like epilepsy and stuff so I'm trying to figure out how to um, yeah, throw in just like epilepsy warning and I, I consider that like with accessibility and stuff like 
how how to make it an enjoyable and not painful experience. <laughs> so, like, how long does it finish? The, how long does it take to finish a piece? Like, for example, the ones in your social media. Um, that's a that's a tricky one because it's a it's a very direct uh, uh, style. Like, this is all very live right now. So, um. As, as opposed to like editing on a computer, which you can obsess over and over. And uh, why, why I, I, I drifted to this is that, you know, you do it, you, it's a very analog method. You, you touch it and you see the effect immediately. And yeah, so it's, 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 it's direct, yeah. Um, unless, unless I'm recording and like making a movie or something, then that can take me ages. <laughs> Uh, so, like, for example, right now you put Color Swim with La Mesita at Yolo Cali. I know that in your social media you also put one, I think it was saying, did you see the eclipse or something like that? Oh, yeah. So do you, like, usually write, like, small messages on purpose or, like, do you, they have meetings or something? Yeah, yeah, they have me they have meetings. Um, I, I, I like to write little micro poems and um, um, that was pretty topical because it was, I think it was, um, like a super super moon eclipse or, or something it was it was a particularly special eclipse for some reason I kind of forget but it was all the rage and I posted it and I wanted to just sort of address the outside world with that so like right now you usually put like in your media you also put like all these images visual arts all with like a little song or like little music behind it yeah does that do you like choose them like which one's like, how do you choose, like, which one complements the art? Oh, um, as a, as a VJ, a lot of times that's chosen for me by the DJ. But, uh, when I, when I choose my own stuff, um, sometimes I like to include my own music. Um, and sometimes just like other people to try to, try to uplift their work, um, uplift other artists and, but mainly it's, it's a mood. <laughs> It's, it's whatever feels good or it's whatever I'm listening to as, uh, as I'm doing this stuff. Uh, is your video art only for yourself or do you like take requests do you, for clients or someone? Um, I, I would do it for clients. I mean, it's, it's, a, very, it's a very gritty aesthetic. Um, and it's... So, I, I, like, you know, I don't really see like McDonald's using <laughs> this uh, style, but... Um, I mean, I, I've I've done I've done weddings, um, and I, I, I do like te I do team up with other DJs. Uh, Bumback Joe, who was here recently, um, eclectic uh, DJ Tess, everybody. Mm, what is one of the hardest things you face when working on a project? Like, how does it compare? Like, how does this compare to working on a specific project for a client? Uh, the hardest thing. Um, you know the the equipment's very finicky. Um, things cut out, and this the like all this stuff is like I think like thirty years old at least. Like these mixers um, are from like '90s home movies, but it's just like a little bit for the '90s prof like home professional. So. Um, so it's it, all this stuff is is very quirky. And sometimes you just can't make it uh, 
uh, so sometimes the hardware just kind of just fights back, <laughs> and that that can be frustrating. Mm, considering that we are in the digital era, what elements do you feel are are missing during your transition from the analog, like to from from analog to, to like digital? Digital, I guess. Yeah. Um. Like my, my biggest concerns with that. Mm-hmm. Um. It's yeah the the digital the digital world is very um it's it's very like code heavy very code specific and there there is a charm to that but there's also kind of a danger to it you know sometimes you can you can create an image or a signal like harking back to what I was saying about the uh chords and the, and the clock um sometimes the signal gets too noisy that modern modern appliances modern TVs and projectors can't accept it mm-hmm. and um, so there's there's a kind of like an element that's lost to it you know so it's like when your favorite CD starts like skipping and you can't watch you can't listen to it <laughs> yeah it's heartbreaking uh, <laughs> but uh, so it, it's it's sort of like the denial of like distru- like uh, media that's slowly fading and so just kind of bring it back to life you know give give it a chance to stick around before it makes its way to the um, to the junkyard <laughs> yeah. okay. mm, besides using the app boomerang because I know like in your media it's a, like with the app like the help of boomerang in Instagram oh yeah yeah okay. uh are there any other apps you installed to help you like create all of this art? Um, I, yeah, I have been, I do like dabbling in with like, yeah, uh, like code art and, um, yeah, and, and using other people's apps and stuff. Um, and yeah, it's great because there's, there's a lot of interesting stuff going on out there. Like a lot of like AI and machine learning that I want to incorporate into the work. Um, and so that kind of like image manipulation is really interesting and it's also there's there's like a nice relationship between i think artists and programmers and i th- i think that kind of like to be able to create work and to exp- like expand it outward is really interesting On your website, we noticed that you offer workshops for youth and teens of all age. Can you tell us what they consist of? Um, yeah, I, I would, uh, you know, uh, it's it's a it's a bit of a it's a bit of a newer thing, but uh, I would go and uh, maybe meet up with the teens and, and other youths and have them get on my equipment. Uh, just show them how to use it, you know, edit their own videos, um, throw parties, you know. <laughs> um, what are the most common reactions of the participants from your workshop? Do How do you explain it to the younger generations? I feel like, I feel like they get it. I mean, uh, there, there is a bit of confusion with, uh, with media. I mean, I've, I've, 
definitely work with kids that have never seen a VHS tape before. But everyone's, a lot of people have been mystified by holding a mirror up against another mirror. And that sort of concept of infinity, I think, is is one of the also one of the major things behind behind this work. It's it's one of the reason why it's like the video is really goopy right now, and I have the camera pointed at the screen itself to also incorporate more video feedback and stuff. So, but yeah, it's it's really great and like they get the concepts. What is your favorite? Um, what is your favorite Mexican hot sauce to make your um, hot graphics? Mexican hot sauce to make my hot graphics. Because on your Instagram, I remember it was from April 2016. You put like a <laughs> speaker in front of a tapa- uh, tapatio in front of that speaker, and you said uh. to help me make my hot sounds. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's a deep dive. <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm a big fan of Tapatio, um, but I'm I'm kind of interested. I'm into the Valentina black sauce. That's really great. I, you know. The yellow one is too not spicy. No, it's not spicy. I, I gotta have that heat. <laughs> <laughs> so, in your post from November 14, you also posted images that you went to Japan. Can oh, you yeah. tell us about your experience over there? Yeah, yeah. That's that. That's for my uh, day job. You know, we are. Uh, we're in a family business that do um, like b- basically programming for manufacturing CNC machines and robotics mm-hmm. and we went out there for a robotic trade show and it was for a few days and lots of sushi and ramen and weird six axes robots swinging around <laughs> <laughs> and then for your final question Christmas is coming up if Santa could bring you one gift what would it be? Ooh. <laughs> Remember, it can only be one. Yeah. Um. Hmm. <laughs> I guess. Uh. <laughs> it's like try. I try to, you know, try to love the stuff I have, but I guess. I would really like to get into VR, so I guess a VR headset, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, like, you know, just a, a stranger's uh, bar mitzvah tape, I think, would be good to use as source material, but I think one of the two. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Color Swim, for joining us today at Yellow Kali with La Mesita. Mm. We had a wonderful time with you, and thank you for the rest of the crew back there for the production. My name is Natalie. I'm Michelle. And <laughs> don't forget, you are listening to WLPN LP Chicago 105.5 FM Lumpen Radio, broadcasting from Yolo Kali in Little Village with La Mesita. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.